If you're ready to feel like your best self, you have some room for improvement in your health, or you're looking to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness, then welcome to the Empire Wellness Podcast. Listen in to your host and renowned wellness expert, Charlene Lawrence, as she shows you how to build your internal and external wellness empire. Charlene is a licensed acupuncturist, certified hypnotherapist, and master of traditional Chinese medicine. She'll introduce you to the solutions that have yet to be on your radar. Now here's your host, Charlene Lawrence. Hello and welcome to the Empire Wellness Podcast. I am your host and wellness expert, Charlene Lawrence. I help people improve their physical and mental health using cutting-edge technology and ancient tools to balance their mind, body, and soul. Thank you for taking this journey with me to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. It is my mission to educate so you can improve, and together we can empower, inspire, and grow. Let's dive right in. Bridget Duhame is a women's health coach specializing in Hashimoto's thyroiditis and hypothyroidism. Having overcome debilitating symptoms of her own, such as chronic fatigue, weight gain, depression, anxiety, brain fog, joint pain, and gut issues, Bridget has developed a passion for providing other women with the tools needed to promote healing and wellness in their own lives. Bridget is a mom who works from home, providing support and guidance to her clients as they make simple and holistic lifestyle changes with the goal of reducing and reversing symptoms caused by thyroid and autoimmune disease. Today, Bridget offers private individualized one-on-one coaching services, a six-week group coaching course on fatigue, and a free online Facebook support group for women diagnosed with Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. You can connect with Bridget on her website, BridgetDuhame.com, on her Facebook page at Bridget.Duhame, and Instagram at BridgetDuhame. You can also find her private Facebook support group for women with Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism that will all be linked up in the show notes. Before we get to Bridget, if you're ready to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness, jump on over to empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast and click on the link to book your complimentary assessment with me. During that time, we will explore your history and investigate individualized wellness options. If you find this episode helpful, I'd love for you to share it with someone who can appreciate it too. Right before we jump in with Bridget, I do want to apologize for the technological issues that we had during this recording. And so you will get to hear some lovely echo aliens throughout this episode. Once again, I apologize for the crazy echo aliens, but let's dive right in with Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Charlene. I am very excited to have you here. And this is going to be such a fun conversation because I feel like you and I have a lot in common with regards to what we specialize in. And I have a feeling that we are going to agree on a lot of these topics. So just diving right in, I'm curious, what does wellness mean to you? 
So that's a really big question. And I would say that wellness is really a lifelong journey. Mm. And it really is all about a lifestyle. It's all encompassing. And it really involves a level of balance in every single area of your life. Because if one area is off, um, that can affect and impact your health negatively. So, I mean, it could be anything from your nutrition to your hydration, to stress management, to sleep and exercise and toxicity. It's just all the different pieces working together. Um, mm-hmm. And if one of those pieces is off, if one of those areas in your life is, is really suffering, um, then of course, not only are you not gonna feel well, but you're not going to be experiencing your level of optimal health. So, so that's why I say wellness. Yes, it it really is a lifelong journey and we're always going to be striving to, to fix different areas in our life in order to, to optimize our health. And I I will say there's no absolute perfect balance because we are human Mm -hmm. and there are going to be certain areas that, you know, we're just better at. And then there's other ones that we're going to struggle. And and so it's always going to be an area of improvement. Um, But for me, when I really think about wellness in my own life, it's being able to feel good enough and to have the energy that I need Mm -hmm. in order to do what I need to do. So I I hope that answers the question. Yeah, of course. I love it. I love that you tied in the lifestyle part of it and how it is a lifelong journey to wellness. And speaking of journeys, I would love for you to share about your wellness journey and just start at the beginning. Of course. Yes. So um, I've had um, a really long journey so far. It's been kind of uh, this 10 year this 10 year journey. But after giving birth to my first child, which was my daughter back in 2010, I just really didn't feel like myself anymore. I was extremely tired, extremely fatigued, depressed, uh, had a ton of anxiety, a lot of weight gain that I just could not seem to get off no matter how much I exercised or thought I was eating well, it just wasn't coming off. Um, and I just really didn't even have like the passion that I used to have, um, about life anymore. And I thought, well, you know, maybe this is just the new normal. This is just me being a a new mom. And this is just the way my body's going to feel now. And so for a couple years, you know, I just lived with it. And I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, something, something's got to be off. So I went to the doctors and got some lab testing done. And then I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, which is a very low functioning thyroid. And it's very, very common for most women, especially after childbirth. Um, And it's just because um, that puts so much stress on your body. And all it takes is one really big stressful life event for your body to go into like a full disease-like state. And so even though I was doing um, many things over the years um, that were probably not healthy for me. You know, I didn't have the best diet um, and my lifestyle. I wasn't living the healthiest lifestyle before. Um, but I, in, in my defense, I didn't know any better. I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. And so starting out when I was first diagnosed, it was nice to finally get a diagnosis because it validated my symptoms and it made me feel like, well, I, it wasn't just all in my head. I wasn't going crazy. And then I was put on thyroid uh, hormone replacement 
uh, medication, mm-hmm. which most people are. Um, and initially, synthetic, or did you take? So I, start, I started off on synthetic uh, thyroid medication, and initially I felt better. But then a couple years went on and my symptoms were not only getting worse, but I was gaining more and more new symptoms. And so then I had my doctors do some further testing. We found out that I had Hashimoto's thyroiditis as well. Um, And then, you know, in doing research kind of figured out that really both hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's really do go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. If you have one, most likely you have the other as well. Um, I think the statistics are something like 90%, at least 90%. Yeah. I had heard about 80% or something. And it's 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 really, it's a really high percentage Mm -hmm. and it's, it's even more prevalent in women. And so, you know, once I kind of got those pieces together, it was like, okay, I've got these two diseases and I'm trying to manage it the best way that I could. Um, And I kept going to doctors and getting lab work done and they would tell me, well, your labs are within normal range and there's nothing else more that we can do for you other than prescribing you this medication. It's just this little pill that you're gonna take for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And then they would send me on my way. There was no other, no other talk about any sort of lifestyle changes that I could make, nothing. Um, it honestly, it got to the point where my symptoms were so bad that I just couldn't take it anymore mm-hmm. other than to start to take my health into my own hands. And that's when I just really started researching, started reading books and articles and started watching um, web like docu-series, just mm-hmm. trying to educate myself and figure out how can I make myself better? Because the, the doctors that I was seeing, they were not helping me. And like I said, my symptoms were getting worse. And so, some of the things that I was experiencing was really severe joint pain. So I was in my early 20s and I felt like I had arthritis or the body of an 80 year old. And I knew that wasn't right. I was like, how, how can I be in this much pain? And, you know, I'm too young to be in this much pain. Um, and then on top of a whole bunch of gut issues, I just started noticing, um, that I wasn't digesting food well, and I was having more and more food sensitivities. And then I had horrible flatulence, which is really embarrassing to talk about, but to the point that I didn't want to go into public anymore because I was embarrassed. It was like, I was just like a walking around farting machine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm just going to be honest here because maybe somebody needs to hear it. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was so embarrassing. And I, I, I told, like, like, I literally got to the point and I, I remember telling my husband, Rob, I was like, I cannot live like this anymore. Like I can't live like this anymore. And so, um, again, you know, just started doing all my own research and, uh, realized, you know what, well, I'm going to just start implementing some of these things. I'm going to start implementing some of these lifestyle changes and see if it makes a difference. If it doesn't, I'm just going to go back to what I'm doing. But literally within the matter of two months, my body started to notice a difference. And I will say the biggest, um, I think, I think the biggest key to all of it was my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, that had the biggest effect. I mean, it, it all matters, you know, when, when you think about all the different areas, you know, that I was kind of discussing before, like sleep and exercise and hydration and stress. I mean, it all matters and it all contributes to our health and the way that we're feeling on a daily basis. But nutrition was like 
the huge one for me. And I had no idea that what I was eating was causing me to feel so ill all the time. And, um, it was causing me so much fatigue and just tiredness and depression. And for the first time after I, I, you know, I cut out a ton of triggering foods, I will say gluten and dairy are one of the biggest ones. So anybody to hear you say that because I work with so many patients that have autoimmune conditions and I specialize in Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune thyroid condition. Uh And I, sound like a broken record every day. You have to give up dairy, gluten, soy. You have to give up dairy, gluten, soy. You have to give up dairy, gluten, soy. And nobody wants to listen to me. So I am so happy to hear that you've cut out gluten and dairy and look at you now. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've cut out a lot more than that, but when when I tell people, when they're looking for like, what's the first thing that I can do? that's like the first recommendation I can give is like the, because those are some of the hugest triggers, like gluten, dairy, soy, like you said, and sugar, sugar and processed foods, you know, get rid of the processed foods, start eating whole foods, organic if possible, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's what your body's going to need. And it's lacking so much nutrients. And before I was eating a very processed food diet and a very high sugar and refined carbohydrates. And it was killing me. Mm -hmm. It it was literally killing me. And I I had no idea. And just within the matter of two months of me cutting those things out and then just adding a lot more vegetables and supportive foods, Mm -hmm. it was like, I was a whole new person. And it was like, my spark came back. All this like brain fog that I was having before that just got wiped away. I was like, Oh wow. I can think clearly again. I came out of the clouds. It was just so amazing. And so, I mean, at that point, you know, obviously it's been a journey and I think every year I'm learning something new and changing something else just to help myself feel better. And, but it was funny because as, uh, as I was figuring out all these things and I was feeling better within the matter of two months, I would say I probably dropped 20 to 30 pounds. Wow. It was pretty crazy. It, like all the weight that I just like from pregnancy and having kids that I just could not get rid of. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was diet. And that's, that's why when I work with my clients, I tell you, I tell them, I'm like, guys, it's literally weight loss is 90% your nutrition. I mean, exercise is awesome and it's great for shaping those muscles and, you know, getting that endurance back. That's all very healthy. But, but when it comes to weight loss, man, like that nutrition piece, if that is not in order, um, (laughs) there's not much else you can do. So there's a great meme that I know I've posted on my social media a few times probably, but it says, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. And that's absolutely true because if you think about it, exercise is an inflammatory response. You're Mm. tearing the muscles apart a little bit, causing some inflammation so that the muscles can build and repair it and get bigger. But eating a bad diet is also an inflammatory response. And if you break down the word, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, it ends in itis, and we all know uh-huh. that means inflammation. And so uh-huh. if you're putting all of this inflammatory stuff into your body, plus you're over-exercising now, trying to mitigate uh-huh. the crap that you've been eating, that's just adding inflammation upon inflammation. And 
shocking. Your body throws an inflammatory disease at you. It's, it's not surprising to me. <laughs> no. Well, wow. Well, what I can say is most people have no clue, unfortunately. And right. I think it's just, you know, our, the standard American diet that we all know and love. Acronym SAD. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I've never even thought of it like that. <laughs> How funny. Um, but I mean, yeah, you look at that or even now they even have the my plate. Um, I'm sure you've seen that, um, with, with the government assisted programs, mm-hmm. they have the my plate. Um, and, and, and so me and my husband actually made a video one day of like, this is what your plate actually should look like. And we <laughs> broke it down into percentages, but, um, you know, it's just, our, our medical system's a little bit broken. And unless you're working with a functional medicine doctor or some sort of um, natural doctor, mm-hmm. you're not going to get um, a lot of help as far as like, what is your root causes for why right. you got right. sick in the first place and really digging in and figuring out what those causes are. Oh. And excuse me, sorry, my computer just made a noise, but um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, what I was just talking about root causes and, um, when you go and you see just a regular primary care practitioner, Mm -hmm. all they're going to do is give you pills to mask your symptoms. It's not going to be, uh, they're not going to be working with you on a level of, well, let's cure (laughs) the the disease that you have, or, you know, it's very, it's very symptom based. It's, Mm -hmm. it's one pill per ill. So Right. And you brought up some keywords that I am astounded. I guess I shouldn't be astounded that you know this, but you talked about functional medicine. And so I am going to define this really quickly. I have a, a simple way that I share with my patients and friends and anybody who asks me. Functional medicine is for people who have functioning bodies. So when you go to the lab and let's talk about, you know, you're a thyroid specialist. Let's talk about your TSH is the single factor that most doctors run and it's thyroid stimulating hormone. When I run 10 different markers to look at your thyroid Mm -hmm. and they're going to look at this range for your TSH that is probably coming back from the lab saying that 0.45 to mm-hmm. 4.5 is quote normal. Normal. Well, yeah. you have to think about the people who are going into that lab because the, the information is based on that one specific lab location. Mm-hmm. And most people who go get blood work are not feeling well. So there's a very broad range of that 0.45 to 4.5 for TSH. Well, science has taken quite a large number of individuals who they know are healthy and have functioning thyroids and found that there's a more narrow range of people who have a TSH of 1.8 to 3.0 because those people are healthy. And so that's what we call functional medicine is to look at the lab values from a more narrow perspective to determine if your thyroid is functioning properly or not. Yes. I'm so glad that you went over that. Um, And it's so true. And and when I work with clients one-on-one, sometimes they don't understand, well, 
I'm going and getting labs done. And my doctor is saying that my labs are within normal range. My TSH is in normal range. Um, and, and so there's nothing else to say, but I still feel like crap. And, and the problem is, is, okay, you might be within the quote unquote normal range or their standard reference range, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you're in optimal range. And that's what you yeah. kind of just yeah. talked about um, just now. And, and it's true. Most people feel best when their TSH is closer to that one number mm-hmm. is, is what I've found. Um, and it's hard sometimes to find a doctor who's willing to work with you on that and a, willing to adjust your thyroid medication um, accordingly. Right. And technically, and it's, it's not that we want to say that these, you know, primary care doctors, or even if you're seeing an endocrinologist, aren't mm. willing to work with you because that's not the case most of the time. It's just that they are stuck on legally not being allowed to prescribe you medication unless you're mm. outside what that nor- quote normal range is. And that's right. the lab range, not the optimal range like you're suggesting. And they're just limited in their tools sometimes. They don't have the time to go research the, mm-hmm. you know, the functional options that are out there, the supplements that are out there, and even the nutrition changes that people can make. Exactly. No, no, that's so true. Um, I'm glad that you pointed that out. And sometimes it really, it does take the patient uh, really advocating for themselves and requesting the proper lab work that they want done, because most likely most doctors are going to just run your TSH. When in reality, there's so much more that they can run to really figure out what's going on inside your body. And so I always tell people, you know, if you can get a full thyroid panel done, including your antibodies, that is going to be, you know, the best thing that you can do for yourself, because then you can really analyze what's going on. Because if you have a really low, you know, low T3 and your hair is falling out and you're having all kinds of crazy symptoms, it could be because you just need more T3. There's, you know, there's so many different things um, that could be happening, but we're not, you know, testing or doctors aren't testing for it on a normal basis. So sometimes it's just about educating yourself and actually asking for those things. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like that's where people like you and me come in Mm. to help these women, mostly women, to advocate for themselves. Because when I run blood work on a patient who has a thyroid, a suspected or a known thyroid issue, Uh they're generally bringing me two, maybe three markers from their doctor. And it's Uh just not enough to paint the whole picture picture. And I actually get on a whiteboard in my treatment room and I draw them out. I draw the thyroid. It looks like some people Uh call it a butterfly, some butterfly gland, an H. Um, so, you know, I draw the thyroid and the brain and all the stuff that's going on in there. And I write their numbers up on the board and I show them, it could be, I recently had a patient just last week that we went over everything and she had plenty of T4 coming Uh out of her thyroid, which is the primary 93% of the hormone that comes out of the thyroid is called T4 mm-hmm. is not usable, but has to be converted Converted. the usable version of T3. Mm-hmm. Well, she had plenty of T4 and not enough T3. So that's a simple, 
that's just a simple error in the body. It's not converting. And that could be either in mm-hmm. the liver or in the gut. And so we have to now start looking into gut repair, liver detox, and those simple things are going to help her convert and voila. Yeah. Amazing. I know it, it is some simple things sometimes, but, uh, it can also be very complicated for the person who's dealing with the illness and not understanding the science behind what's actually going on inside their body from a cellular level. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really do. I mean, and I'm not a doctor or a medical professional myself, you know, it's all, I'm very self-taught and I I do speak from my own experience, but um, I'm very passionate about what I do with people because I've been there. I've been in the lowest of lows and feeling hopeless. Like there was nothing I could do to change my health, nothing I could do to change my situation. And there's so many women who just keep getting diagnosed with this disease um, year after year. And I think I want to, I'm not positive, but I, but I remember reading somewhere um, statistic wise that just within the past two years, uh, thyroid medication, at least the, the synthetic version, the levothyroxine or Synthroid has been the number one prescribed medication in, in the United States for the past two years. Oh, wow. That's what's so shocking about it to me. And I'm like, there is definitely a need for people to be speaking out and teaching. Um, There's definitely a need for more doctors in this who specialize in this area for sure. Um, But I love to be able to walk alongside women who are really just struggling with this disease. And I help hold their hand through making all those little lifestyle changes. Because sometimes when we're trying to do it on our own, we have nobody to be accountable to. And it's really easy to just say, oh, I'm just going to go eat that pizza pizza. Like, I'm just going to go have, (laughs) you know, it's because we get stressed stress is such a a big part of life that we have to deal with. And, you know, so there is a portion, I think of life coaching that even comes into it as well, you know, because you have to really work with people on mindset and, and, you know, give them motivation and hope for like, no, you are capable of doing this. You can do this. Absolutely. I would really love you to explain more about kind of the life coaching component because you you call yourself a health coach. And so you help a lot of women improve their health and have better energy Mm. and vitality and get their nutrition dialed in. But that's where I find I struggle most as a practitioner helping my patients is getting them to give up the gluten, dairy, and soy that they can succeed at it. They can still eat delicious food without eating a standard pizza. Right. um, How do you how do you work that mindset part and kind of that life coaching piece into your business to really help these women thrive? Well, I think the most important part to that is really helping these women figure out what their why is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you'll even hear um, professionals like Tony Robbins say this all the time, right? But what is what is your why? What is your reason behind wanting to improve your health in the first place? And everybody's going to have a different reason, whether that's I want to be able to get on the floor and play with my kids or, or have the energy to mm-hmm. to play with, the ki- play with my kids. Or maybe it's um, I want to have the energy to start my own business and really excel in that. Um, maybe it's 
Um, I, I really just don't want to be depressed anymore. I want to actually live life and go out and be able to go on a hike if I want to go on a, a hike and not feel so exhausted afterwards mm-hmm. that I'm going to have to recover for a week afterwards. You know, there, there's so many different reasons. There's so many different whys that we all have, but it's really about narrowing down what that why is and constantly reminding that client of why they're doing what they're doing when they feel discouraged because there's so many ups and downs, um, in this, in this journey, like I said in the beginning, wellness, it's a lifelong journey. Um, and there's going to be lots of ups and downs and there's going to be times we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days. And on those bad days, we really need to come back to that. Why am I doing this in the first place? Why is it important to me? And sometimes we even need to change our why, because if it's not strong enough, then you need to get a new why. (laughs) So um, that's that's really what I work most um, when it comes to to mindset and, um, with people um, and, and changing and just making all the lifestyle changes. That's awesome. I really love bringing everything back to your why because I feel like for anything that's worth achieving, mm. and for those of us who work hard and that's, that's everyone who works hard to achieve something. We have to have that really strong, solid why. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have maybe one simple tip or exercise that a woman listening to this, who maybe is, maybe she knows that she does have um, Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, or she doesn't know, but she's feeling all these symptoms that you've described What is one maybe exercise or tip that they can do to sit down and figure out what their why really is, that deep, strong why that's going to keep them going to achieve their goals? Mm -hmm. That's a a good question. I mean, there's so many different little practices you can definitely do. I mean, about Figuring out what your why is, it, sometimes it's just asking yourself a lot of questions. I find sometimes journaling really does help. Um, keeping a, a gratitude journal is really good. And I, I tell people, if you can write down three things that went good uh, for your day yeah. and yeah. Um, try not to focus on the negative things that didn't happen, but just focus on three things that went well, three things maybe that you accomplished um, or feel good about in the day. And then you can focus on, well, what can I do better tomorrow? And then, um, having a self affirmation list too, uh, because I think that can also play into your why. Um, I like people to create something that's called an I am list. And it's, I don't, I don't want people to put things like titles that they have. So, I mean, it's easy to say, I am a mom, I am a sister, I am a coworker, you know, those are all just titles. But what I'm looking for are like very descriptive words that describe you. So I am strong, I am beautiful, I am creative, I am funny, I <laughs> I am responsible, I am reliable, you know, whatever positive self-affirmations that we can speak to ourselves. And even in terms of healing, like um, I am healing. <laughs> You know, even just saying that to yourself on a daily basis, sometimes, even if you don't believe it at first, the more you say it to yourself, the more you start to believe it. And you can even keep that I am list 
somewhere um, that you're going to be able to visually see it every day. So if that's on your bathroom mirror, or maybe you have a whiteboard in your room or wherever, but maybe on your refrigerator, but place that list somewhere where you're going to see it every day and just repeat those affirmations to yourself. Um, that, that can also, um, you know, be a really good exercise for you to be doing. And, and along with those affirmations, you can even put your why on there. You can put, well, this is why I'm doing this. And some, for some people, um, if they are trying to get back to a certain um, body shape or weight, sometimes I'll tell them to go ahead and find a picture of yourself from, you know, that you feel good about that, you know, you feel good about your body image and you would like to get back to that person and post that picture, um, somewhere on your fridge or in your closet or wherever it needs to be and post that picture along with your why, along with your, I am affirmations. Um, because sometimes that really helps. That's awesome. Great recommendations. And talk to me a little bit of, about, how you went from, it, it sounds like it was probably at least a four-year journey to really, um, you know, getting diagnosed. It took a couple of years to then two years later, you were taking the synthetic thyroid hormone and a couple of years after it seems like it stopped serving you well. And so that yes. was just about four years. And now you're this amazing health coach. What, what inspired in those years to, to get you to where you are and to get you to say, this is my why. This is, you know, I want to take my experience and all the education that I've figured out about myself. And now I want to give that back to other people. Yeah. So obviously I know it's kind of been this 10 year journey because it, I know it's crazy. It started like in 2010 when my daughter was born and now it's like we're in 2020 and, um, I will say those first several years, four or five years were really rough. And I did start to figure out the medication piece slowly. I realized that wasn't serving me right. I did a lot of research on what I needed to be on. Um, and now I am taking um, a natural desiccated thyroid hormone, which works with my body so much better oh, nice. than, than the Synthroid I was taking before. And, and there are a lot of other options um, when it comes to thyroid medications, and a lot of times uh, patients just aren't aware of them because doctors don't even talk about it. They, they just only give you one option. They can say, oh, well, I'm going to prescribe you this. So that's where, you know, being your own advocate and uh, advocate and really doing your own research does matter <laughs> because when you're going in and you know you have a certain condition, then, you know, it's good to look up other medication options and talk to your doctor with those things because sometimes, you know, there's not a one size fits all medication for everybody. Um, that's what I've really learned <laughs> over the years and especially having to do, uh, do with the thyroid. Um, and especially if your body is not converting the T4 to the T3, then you might need extra T3. So that might be, you know, you need to add an extra T3 medication to, to the Synthroid, or sometimes that means switching over completely and having a combination thyroid medication, which would be T4 and T3 containing, which is what I take now and I feel best on. And I really find that the majority of the people that I've worked with feel better on that type of medication. Um, now it's not a cure 
overall. <laughs> I will have to say that medication, finding your right type of medication and finding the right dosage of medication you need to be on is really important and imperative to you feeling better. However, there are so many other lifestyle pieces that come into play. And so if you're not eating properly, you're not um, doing the right type of exercise and you're not hydrating, if you're not doing all those things, then of course you're still going to feel crummy. And it's taken me many, many years to just get better at all the different pieces. And there's still things that I'm learning and there's still things in my own life that I'm improving. Um, but when I really started getting into wanting to coach, what was happening is, well, my husband, he used to work in the health and fitness industry. So he was a part of some big box gyms and, um, he would get women, a lot of women clients, and some of these women were complaining about their hypothyroidism. And, you know, I can't lose weight because of this condition. And he had started telling this woman, these women, you know, I think you really need to talk to my wife. You know, my, my wife struggles with this and, and, and she, you know, she's starting to get a good handle in, on this. And I feel like you could really benefit from talking to her. So, so let me just give you her number. And it kind of started off like that. <laughs> and I, so I would, I would talk to these women over the phone, you know, just, just having a chat, a normal conversation. And the things that I was telling them that I was doing and that were helping was just completely blowing their minds. It was information they had, nobody had ever told them before. And it was just, it opened their minds to this whole new world. And they, they just couldn't be thankful enough for what I had shared with them. And then, of course, they started implementing it in their own lives. And then they would go to the gym and, and just thank Rob. Thank you so much. Like your, your, your wife is a godsend. I can't, you know, I can't even believe what I would have done without her. And so the more and more those instances kept happening, I started realizing maybe I could actually like health coach people for real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I, you know, like I'm actually helping people. Maybe I can actually make a business out of this. And so in, in 2016, um, me and my husband, we started our own business. Um, my, my husband is also a life coach. So he does the life coaching and health coaching um, side of things. Um, and I've just purely uh, been doing the the health coaching. There is a fair amount, like we said, of life coaching that goes into it anyways. Um, but I like to just classify myself as, as a women's health coach and, you know, someone who specializes in the Hashimoto's and the hypothyroidism, because that really is my true passion for women who are really struggling because I've been there and I know how awful it can be and how hopeless and how debilitating symptoms can be. Um, so that's really kind of just been the journey so far. And it's, it's been super rewarding. I bet it has. Well, I have loved this conversation. I think that you and I need to chat offline even more because it sounds like we have so much in common with um, what we know about the thyroid and kind of mm -hmm. how we specialize in that area. So as we begin to wrap up, I have a couple more questions for you. Sure. And I think you alluded to it earlier, so I'm really interested to see what your answer is to this question. But if you could text one tip to everyone on the planet on how to be well, what would it be? I'm probably going to sound like a broken record here, but it would be be your own advocate and take your health into your own hands. 
Um, and I think that's just because like, you know what, you've only got one body and if you don't speak up for yourself, who who's gonna do it for you? And you know, sometimes all, you know what's best for you. And listening to your own intuitions and listening to your body is such an important part of the process. Um, and I think, yeah, that, that's, that's the tip I would give everyone. <laughs> and that is not what I was expecting you to say. So that's why. I oh, really? <laughs> and then my next question is, what's your favorite book? So my favorite book, um, well, besides the Bible, <laughs> I would have to say um, the Hashimoto's Protocol by Isabella Wentz, and she's known as the thyroid pharmacist. And this book kind of changed my life. This was like the real start of me taking my health into my own hands. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually a book that was gifted to me, funny enough, um, by my husband's boss at the time, um, because he knew I was struggling with this. And so I dove into this book. And for the first time, I felt like this woman like knew me, she knew exactly what I was going through. And it, there was so much applicable advice in that book of how to proceed and how to go about healing your own body. Um, and so with this book, I will say that I always recommend it to my clients when people first get diagnosed with this and they're not sure where to start. I tell them like, you have to read this book. This is part of our 90 day protocol together because you need to, you need to read this book and then, you know, we'll answer and dive a little bit deeper into any other questions you have. Um, but it's something I still reference today. Um, and it, so it, it's just kind of always been my favorite, my favorite go-to, um, when somebody asks me. What, what do I need to read <laughs> when, when being first diagnosed? I know of Isabella Wentz and I've listened to her on podcasts and I've never read any of her books. I've been to her website and researched stuff on there. So I will have to get that one. And I think that's a great thing for me to keep extra copies on hand and give. Yeah. I have been, because it is within my scope to be able to diagnose based on certain labs, I have um, unfortunately diagnosed quite a few women with Hashimoto's because it's, it's a marker that their doctors have never checked. They knew they had a thyroid issue, but they never uh -huh. had their antibodies tested. Uh -huh. And so when I've gone ahead and had, you know, gotten the patient to get that tested, then, and it comes back off the charts and I just am like, well, we have, we have a way to treat this, but here's sadly your diagnosis. So I think I would like to check that book out myself and then keep extra copies on hand for when that happens that I can just hand it over. And I am so glad you brought that up because I will yeah. check, check out her book myself. Yeah, no, it, it's a wonderful book. And she, she does have other books, but I would say that that one, um, for somebody who's uh, suffering from Hashimoto's especially, really imperative to read. And it's a very easy read too, because I mean, I, I've read other articles and books and things like that. And sometimes it can get um, really heavy in the medical knowledge. And sometimes just, you know, for the average person, it can get very difficult to understand. Um, but I just, I feel like this book, she, she, she gives you all, all the information that you need to know. And she does go into a lot of medical terminology, but it's also kind of in layman's terms as well, just where you can understand it's applicable advice of like, this is where you need to move forward. You know, if you're experiencing this, this, and this, um, this might be your root cause if you're experiencing this and this and this, and it's just all these 
wonderful things compiled in one book, really. So that's awesome. Well, I will check that out for sure. And I'm sure there are plenty of people listening who are going to want to look at that as well. Yes. So I do have a surprise lightning round of questions. Okay. So I want, I'm going to give you four quick questions and I just want you to answer with whatever pops into your head first. You ready? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. That's so hard. <laughs> uh, honestly, probably like pizza or tacos, but grain-free, dairy-free versions of them. Right. <laughs> what is your favorite exercise? Yoga. Nice. One of my yes, favorites. Love yoga. Well. What inspires you? What inspires me? Um, you know what? What inspires me is women who just choose not to give up no matter what crazy disease or symptoms that they're battling, but they choose to just keep fighting and they keep searching for answers. Um, and then women who I work with who are just so determined and they, they stay consistent and then just really watching them transform before my eyes and really seeing them take their own lives back. That's super inspiring to me as well. That's awesome. The last question, what is your biggest indulgence or guilty pleasure? Chocolate. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> common answer. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, dark chocolate mostly. Um, I try to get um, stevia sweetened chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I keep those in my freezer for emergencies. <laughs> if they lived in my house, they wouldn't last long. <laughs> All right, Bridget, this has been wonderful. I'm so grateful that you joined me today and I would love for you to share how the audience can connect with you. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been wonderful chatting with you. Um, I do have a website. It is just www.bridgetduhame.com. Um, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram if you just search my name, Bridget Duhame. Um, that's B-R-I-D-G-E-T. And last name is spelled D-U-H-A-I-M-E. Great. And I will definitely link all of this up in the show notes so everybody can find you easily. But once again, Bridget, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of this knowledge and your story with us so that you can help more women. Absolutely. As we wrap up, your health and wellness are important to me. It's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are helpful for you. I'd love for you to do three things right now. First, click on the subscribe button to get access to new episodes and leave a five-star review with some feedback. Second, head on over to Instagram and follow me at EWC Health. And last, Jump on over to empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast and click on the link to book your complimentary assessment with me. Let's get a 30-minute call on the schedule to look at your history and find the solutions that work best for you. That's empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast. And remember, our bodies are amazing vessels and the possibilities are infinite. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. 
Whether it's improving your internal, physical, or mental health, we have more tools to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. Be sure to visit us at empirewellnesscenter.com for more ways to connect with Charlene. There you'll find ways to educate, improve, empower, inspire, and grow. That's all available on empirewellnesscenter.com.